You're listening to BAU, Business as Unusual, the podcast that is shifting the way we think, interact and transact. Afternoon, Joe. Good afternoon, Pat. How are you? Good, good. I think I started the... the you went on perfect okay. levels, I'm pretty I sure. Did. <laughs> I did. I think I might have come in a bit hot there, just looking at the old uh, the old chart on mic number one, but that also could have been you. So the old upside hard down. To know. Hard. Yeah. No, I'm looking I'm looking good. Looking yeah. pretty good. But I might oh, have well, started That's a hot. change. That is a change, isn't it? It's amazing what a night's sleep will do. Yeah, okay. So you had a good night's sleep. I did. Makes, I did. Makes one of us on stoked. I'll live off you. Yeah. Well, you started doing um, nana naps. I did. I yeah. have. I'd recommend them. Yeah. 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 It hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just for everyone out there listening, catching up, Joe and I off air had a little catch up and, yeah, I was mm. sharing some news about nanonaps. My mm. processing power had, had failed. <laughs> it was time to <laughs> yeah. charge the bricks up. It's good. It's good. Well, it's definitely, you're going to need it, eh, when you start to kind of unpack unpack the future of, uh, of where this is all starting to head, kind of AI-wise. It's really, um, it's, Again, it's another interesting week from from lots of different angles about kind of this new. It's there's it's yeah it's got a it's kind of taking on a life of its own now. Yeah, it's like an AI of its own. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was going to say I think feel like I need a quantum computer in me right now. Definitely. Definitely. But I don't know where the power is going to come from. No, no. What they said that's the circular loop, isn't it? So um, yeah, you kind of if you drew the Venn diagram um, to help repower Pat, you would hope that it would be um, the overlap of AI, quantum quantum kind of computing or a new way to kind of process and some form of kind of fission um, energy um, to kind of basically give us give us um, give us infinite, the boost we need. Yeah, to get give us infinite energy in, into the world. Yeah. Mm. That's not happening tomorrow. No. But into the future it will. The question that lies is, is AI going to solve the, the problems to get us there? Or- no. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely no. not. No, they, they feel like, don't, don't you think they're, they're three interconnected and overlapping things, right? And it's kind of, it, it is a real, to me, it's a real inflection point for civilization, really, for, for humanity is that solving those three things mm. it becomes more and more important when you actually actually look out into the world so for example in a world that is becoming more and more unstable in in all different facets ai and some level of being able to be more predictive and a little bit more analytical around actually what those things mean is important um, but without changing the energy sources that power kind of, you know, all of these kind of, you know, everyone who's doing a Bing, Bing search, you also have to understand that you're slowly killing the world um, in terms of the amount of power that is actually used used to kind of generate those searches, etc. cetera. Mm. Um, and, you know, I think there's there's a bit of um, that hasn't come out. I, I haven't I've been trying to find referencing about whether AI takes more energy than traditional kind of servers just because of the, the constant ask oh it does the cost yeah. of it is mm. is there and but in the processing energy. power so you well, can deduce you can deduce sure it that it does yeah, yeah. oh 100 it's yeah. not indexing it's asking to like new query it has to sift through the data and make a new and yeah. make a new thing yeah. so there's no there's no real shortcut in in that so the energy intensity of that technology jumps through the roof um which makes the feedback loop in climate even even worse you could you could argue and then it also doesn't have the ability to scale um, without some 
differential in in processing power so the the lag times and the the efficiency i mean you already start to see it um you know like you start to see people like oh i finally got my bing account and stuff i mean i jumped in the second it launched i've had mine for a while but it's it's still taking you can do like i think three searches Mm. a day or something like that and they're not that good they're not that good yeah, they're not that good and everyone's working it out, but I don't think it was ever designed to be that good. Mm. Like it was, obviously, they'd love it to be the best thing in the world, but it is the yeah. first that the general public are getting True. to play with. Yeah. But in terms of where it's heading, it's obviously shown its validity. People are hungry for it. Mm. It's like Bing's... People didn't know what Bing was until... That's true. Microsoft bought <laughs> OpenAI. So there you go. That's like already increased the value of... Yeah. Microsoft and Bill, but yep. um, it's true. Yeah, I think that that that'll really compel a lot of people to pursue that ticket a lot further. But the more interesting thing, and I think what you were touching on there is, is those three components that are all coming across. We've got systems that need to be seriously streamlined, yep. but then now we've got big ask on those potential solvents for that, which is AI and and quantum computing to be able to sift mm. through data, find patterns that we can't, we can't unearth see. right now yep. um, and be able to actually give some answers, give some solutions to that to be able to clean up our mess. Um, so it's like we're like at the chicken and the egg, but we're definitely at the birth of something outrageous. I Absolutely. don't think we know what that is no. yet. And it's, it's like whether we can hang on. And, and back to your point is there isn't enough conversation around sort of private versus public open source where that's going to land no um and then you look at where the actual supercomputers exist right now and there's there's three um and what they get used for is pretty outrageous um Mm. but technology's trajectory we talk about tickle down economics but we definitely have tickle down trickle down (laughs) tickle down is a whole (laughs) it's a whole different thing yeah yeah don't uh, don't go through pat's uh (laughs) don't go through pat's internet search history by the way um yeah anyway trickle down sir trickle down so tickle down economics (laughs) that's what the police have been doing um is is so true in terms of trickle down technology and you see f1 racing cars you see it across you do so many areas and that's going to happen. You see it in tech outrageously the way it's gone. Yep. But then the market plays a point and plays a big point of where it actually goes. Like you think of the internet. We went around this last week, but yep. the internet was envisaged to be something completely different mm. to what it is now. Yeah, and it does It does feel like the... Um, so AI in the industrial kind of setting or the healthcare setting, I think you know that's it stands to reason that that's going to be incrementally improving year on year for even if we are in the state we are today. Mm. So will it be able to see patterns of surgery to make those surgeries better? Yes. Will a robot be able to operate better than a human? Probably. Can you teach it to mirror the world's best surgeons and scale that? Probably. Right. So this is, these are all the things that start to come because they're known problems, but it's when you actually start to look into the processing of these data sets and these things we simply don't understand, you know, like predicting what just happened in New Zealand, you know, kind of 10 days ago almost impossible to predict in terms of actually that. And one of the factors that, you know, you can never put in the model because you never actually understood it was like forestry waste, right? A lot of, like a lot of the actual incidents were happened because like the river is actually clogged 
full of forestry waste you would never model that mm. right as a data point but even if you did you could never be accurate i mean weather models are already some of the most advanced we have in the world but that's where the interesting thing raises is like real-time modeling that's where some of these exactly that's where some of the unlocks and it's already happening flood modeling there's yep. real-time modeling going on mm. and remember doing some work with an organization that was that was their whole point of difference it's like we've got modeling but it works off historical data historical data only goes back x yep. and we're more concerned about when it goes past the historical and you get the outliers that's when you need serious response exactly. units and what when, does it start to look like what does it look like where's it going to impact and where's it going to yep. change and this is i think that'll supercharge organizations like that and competition in that space yep um, absolutely but then the other bit that's really interesting is like well how do you actually how do you how do you streamline say take australia's energy grid it feels like ai is going to play a part in that hmm. uh or supercomputing the combination of two are going to play a part in help problem solving that along with hopefully energy weight like our big problems that we have right now yep um so it's chicken and egg sort of well they all feel spent. like they're they all feel like they come together don't they yeah like, you know it's it's but whether they use to get like the, the theories there that yeah. they should but theory and practice as, as yeah. you and i both know often work on different fields exactly and it's often you know it's kind of it's you know civilizations it tends to be like i reckon if we were cave people and we went way back i reckon we would have sat there and be like oh we figured out fire no, we figured out hunting and we've got kind of a nice place to live live in this cave but probably what we didn't figure out was disease right so we had we had a lot of the technology but we missed the part that allowed us to kind of bring bring it all together or figure out that we didn't need to hunt we could grow things right so there's all all of these things that you know when you look back on it through history human society is littered with what the actual issue was and it does feel like our civilization is at its own tipping point around a few of these things and you know obviously the the answers they're not self-evident but there is enough direction you would think to be okay this is what we need to actually actually do but it's not it's not often that humans get their act together to do it. It has happened, um, but it's it's not often that we that we actually do that without some form of dramatic decline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm feeling optimistic today. In case you uh, in case you can't tell, <laughs> it's really hard to get a wet blanket off when it's behind <laughs> it on top. So true. So true. And I got two of them. Yeah. 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 For yeah. one for others. Yeah. The tickle down effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The tickle. Well, maybe we need a tickle down to to lighten the mood. But it's it's true. It can get pretty gloomy um, when you start looking at what's happening, and then what what can happen when big change like this happens. It's yep. a bit of an arms race to get to supremacy, um, definitely dominance. Human yep. behavior is pretty pretty ugly a lot of the time. Yeah, when, definitely. When it gets to these sort of points. But what what is beautiful and what is optimistic in times like this is irrespective of human behavior, good and bad. And I agree, we are mostly to bad. Is that technologies like this can be transcendent just because they're so actually useful right i mean everyone you know everyone use uses electricity right but you can use electricity for good or you can use it for bad but broadly electricity has been you know an integral part of humans advance across the world so is it feels like this is one of those types of technologies ai and more processing Ooh, power a star wars type vibe yeah, like it's something. Like I don't even know what it is yet. Like I, that's why I'm so curious about it. It's just yeah. it, it's everything and it's nothing all all at the same time. But it's in some ways, like I keep thinking about it as that it's it's sentient. It's something that is. It's got a bit to it, right? Just like electricity 
was able to bring power from somewhere far away. This is doing something like that, but it's bringing the answer closer or, or something around that. And that's what I've been getting into kind the of, realm of consciousness. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, I don't know how to, that's a good way to put it. Like, but it, yeah. there does feel like there's something transcendent about this, that it's not a, it's not a gimmick. It's a genuine unlock for something. Yeah, it is. It's like thinking also, digging into quantum computing last week and realizing what what's needed there mm. and then realizing the process behind that and how it's uniquely unhuman but then also very uniquely got parallels in terms of its ability to see something and process information differently yeah and what it is working off is large data sets absolutely if it yep. gets to its effect no, it does yeah and then data sets that are unclean and then being able to see those patterns because that's what's the real the real challenge. But that's where like a, a yeah. thing like consciousness starts to become from. Yeah, it and does. And like it's like seeing rather than looking at the stars, you're looking at the space in between it. Yeah, it's, it's no longer black and white, right? Which is yeah. I think what you're saying is that it's, you know, like the world we live in at the moment, even if it happens at, you know, 0. 0.000001 of a millisecond is still binary. It's still off on, right? That's that's, that's our what, current construct. That's, that's how computing works. Computing says we yeah. work on the off on and then in between. Yeah, but that in between is the part the magic. that is the magic. Well, that's, that's the in between, mm, and so gray. that's where the that's where it's like really important to tickle down and take those wet blankets off, yeah. air out the mattress because it is times like this when you do need to think about some of the great possibilities that are there because there's definitely. definitely some great negativities that you can feel for sure playing about and lurking in the waters it's like when you're out in the ocean and mm. and you can let the fear trickle in and there's a big shark about to you come. can yeah or you realize it's just your leg rope <laughs> yeah, yeah or it's just like <laughs> yeah. yeah a weird dream you yeah. had seaweed yeah. yeah felt something brush past you no. yeah exactly the great hawaiian trick is when they go out from the free diver trick and they go out in the uh, like right near the volcano so it goes down really really deep in mm. the water and yeah. the whole thing is you go out far yeah. and you have to sit with the sharks and the whole thing is the sharks in your mind and mm. deeper you go and it's like a whole process to get rid of that not saying the world's that simple no but, there's, um, but, but in there's terms of possibilities but then we were harnessing back to or like harnessing this combo back to something a little bit more sturdy is we were talking about infrastructure that's needed to build off yep. this and which comes around sure. to obviously energy and then obviously computing. So there's going to be a lot more materials mm. dug up. That's the crazy thing to realize here. Yep, absolutely. Um, unless we can get a lot better recycling the materials. Yeah, that but, there's a, there's, but there's not enough of it, right? So like it's, you know, like the investment case for this whole space is that it's really, um, it's really long on kind of like um, what you call rare earths or yep. kind of enablers like that. The the other interesting part is the things like fission. So kind of how, um, so Power. if you have any like plutonium laying around, reckon, reckon you're going to be you pretty bring well off in and next, right? bring it in, um, you know, obviously with the proper containment unit, et cetera, et cetera around it. But there's certainly there's a blanket of some description. Yeah. Of some, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if wet blankets work in that, in that instance, but um, lead? yeah, probably a lead one. The, so if you think about kind of what's actually going to be required, there's a whole new industry. And it also like it's also going to shape our geopolitic, which is the other part Huge. that is really interesting about feel. this. Yeah, you still get the center of invention in the States, but then the raw materials, it's it's more China and what they've done. You know, they I mean, Africa, they they went there. 20 years ago and the same as South America in terms of actually locking up some of these, some of these reserves. But then you find these random things like cobalt just 
happens to pop up, you know, somewhere in Canada. And then it's like all these artisanal miners in, in uh, Africa no longer required. So there's, there's a lot of strange things that will happen from this, but it is going to be a different type of metal. So if we built this world that we live in now, this way that I've been trying to think about it, it's out of steel and concrete, then we're going to build this new world out of plutonium, Which cobalt, is... and something to be discovered, probably. Yeah, TVC. But the, the crazy thing is, I don't think like the, the conversation or like the the realization that we're going to continue on this sand pit digging. Yeah, well, we're running out of sand. (laughs) So um, that's maybe one thing to to obviously understand. Yeah, well, there we go, moving away from concrete, but we're still going to use the machines that have dug up the sand or dug up X, dug up W. Yeah. Or Elon's going to take us or someone's going to take us and dig up another planet. But I feel like a lot of people who... The conversation is like, let's stop digging, but it's far from that. Far from That's that. the irony. Yep. And it's just another revolution. Yeah. So the green revolution is, you know, it's, it's, is a mining revolution, right? That's the, that's the big thing. Well, that's that the irony of it. Don't understand. Yeah. yeah. It's the biggest mining revolution we thought. In our history. Yeah. The yeah. industrial rev was yep. just a mere piss in the wind. Yeah, definitely. Like if you think, you know, like what, what we've done to the world thus far nothing you've seen nothing yet in terms of what it's actually going to take to be able to get to a place where the planet can actually actually work even if you believe in carbon extraction you got to think about what that means right in terms of the number of factories etc extraction plants you'd have to to find it makes fracking for oil look like it's kids you know drilling holes in the ground Mm, so we're (laughs) trying to land this ship somewhere is is going to be interesting. What do you think? You see much greenery in the future, or you need AI to, no, to paint like, a better I, I picture? Think it's, no, I think it's good. Like I think it's it's always these things. I mean, there's not much you can, there's not much we can do about it, right? We've already committed to a course. I think a long time ago, a course of action that you know I'm sure people who thought about it at the time you know, back in the, in the twenties when kind of oil really, really started to take off, I'm sure they could have foreseen this. And, you know, there's already, you know, certainly studies that came out that they knew that what it was actually going to do in terms of greenhouse gases, because it broadly makes sense. You can't burn the same thing twice. It grew here once it decayed and now you've dug Double it up again yeah. and reburnt it. Right. And we're starting to do that again with, with other kind of materials like plastic, which is that's the fourth time over. Right. It's um, I've saying this to my kids the other day, if you burn, a piece of plastic that is the fifth time that piece of material has been burnt right in in this so it's released its energy five times into into this world which is pretty pretty crazy when you when you think about it but the bigger picture looking all the way out is that we're kind of at a point where we've already committed to this so it's whether technology is going to pull us out of it and I've, i mean i'm i vote yes so i'm i'm all for it yeah so you vote yeah pull us out of what well, where we're heading, yeah. so which is you know a world that can't sustain us the way that it has, and you know, th- and that's of our own making, of course, right? But it's it's also so is technology. So that's uh, that's what I think is the intersection of these two things is that technology mashing together with kind of humans, kind of legacy of damage, and whether technology can undo it quick enough. Or it's set a new framework. But is it under? It doesn't sound like it's an under in what you're just saying there. It's, well, we it's can't go back a, to... It's never an under. Once the yeah. egg's cracked, it's a scrambled egg. Yeah. It's what you do with the egg. Exactly. It, well, it's like, you know, you've asked like an indigenous person what happened the second a white person saw their island. 
changed right and i think that's that's this thing that we're we're all in our own way i think coming to grips with at the moment like life isn't going to go back to whatever we thought it would if we contained greenhouse gases and we kind of put it back together like that's it's going to be different yeah but it always is different like this is a bit of a trap it's like yeah. what is the same like you, you get into the romance uh, space where you're like oh it could have been like this but yeah change is the only constant wind that blows yep exactly and yeah you get a bit dangerous when you're like let's let's i wish it was like w because it's a it's a dream it's a dream um but we need a dream to pull us out but the irony where i was going with that is i just don't think the general conversation is caught up to the reality of what is about to transpire no in terms of just literally being able to build this yep and then the other is the intersection of technology in terms of it being maybe sentient or a lot more intelligent exactly yeah than the majority of us if not all of us Mm. (laughs) and it's and it's it's just dynamics right if you look at kind of what what pulled us out of you know the last economic malaise we had which was the internet so you know you can't reboot any any economy without increasing its productive um ability right through its through its what's always the common denominator australia is really an exception to the rule because we do so well out of minerals but it's productivity so it's it's people how can its people do more with the same amount of time or less time even right you can easily foresee a um, coming out of all of this that we're all working four days a week that we've kind of we've landed somewhere with kind of like a lot of our tasks are automated we've just got to oversee it like you can you can foresee that easily but what you can't foresee is where all the stuff is that's going to come to build the chips build the power plants build all of these sort of stuff because we haven't done that yet yeah but you can see it coming you can see and it coming it's so, like a new automation of like yeah. we thought the industrial have put people in factories this is putting a different intelligence to be able to build the yeah, next infrastructure. Yeah, it's like the AI layer. stuck in the factory. Exactly, and, and then mm-hmm. who knows? But the one thing maybe we can go there next: yeah. humans suck at free time. Well, that's an argument that I. Yeah, no, that we're definitely doing that. <laughs> yeah, I like, totally agree with you. Like that's a dangerous thing. You, yeah. Like I remember when I was doing labouring, it's yeah. uh, idle hands make the devil's work or whatever. Some Christian, so true. but it's true. It is. It's yeah. like what do you do with yeah. a bunch of humans who are. Well, just, to just phone. look at any retiree. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like, if, you if don't they don't find have grandkids and don't find purpose, they they go downhill quick. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah. sort of what happens. It's how we're programmed. If we're getting into program yeah. mindset, we are work machines. What do we What do we do with that time? Where's our What is our role then? If we get rid of the work. Maybe there's less humans. What is that? Maybe there's less humans. Yeah, but what Maybe is we it? go from eight. Well, we'll explore that next week. That's a good one. Like, what happens if we go from like peak humanity of 8 billion to 4 what happens but I feel like this is a very funny thing we're always like oh I wish I had more time like let's go there next week we have all the time in the world no that's great because I mean there's a lot of like if you look at um, so like you know kind of I guess uh, the Sahara of Africa up into the Middle East that's the issue at the moment is there's not enough work for the people who are actually there and you can see the problems it causes yeah so let's got all the time in the world what does that actually mean All right, done thanks Pat thanks Pat. thank you for listening to BAU Business as Unusual Subscribe and learn more at baupod.co. That's baupod.co.